0: you can do in this town you set it up and turn it around
1: we might have come from somewhere else but this is where we found ourselves welcome
0: to the local show people you work with people you Welcome to another edition of The Local Show here on Grassroots Community Network. I'm Eric Scarvin, your host still, guys, after 16 years. Thanks for joining us this week on the show, where each week we feature inspirational locals. I have a repeat guest from, I believe, quite a few years ago, and a first-time guest with me, both longtime friends. I want to welcome back Troy Selby to the show, and Greg Topper. Guys, thanks for being here today.
2: Thanks for having us.
0: Hello, Eric. Nice to be here. Troy, we didn't... You joined Wheaton yeah. on the show back yeah. in the day when you guys yeah, had started 520.
1: Back in 2010, we came in and did a little chat and told us what we were doing and opened a new restaurant, uh, a.k.a. the 520 Grill, and uh, yeah, and it's hard to believe it's been almost 10 years ago. That's amazing.
0: Still going strong. <laughs> going strong. Stronger than ever. In fact, expanding with some new ideas we'll yeah. talk about on the show, but I want to kind of track back a little bit, we may have touched on this, Troy, but... Where uh, do you hail from originally? Where were you born and raised?
1: Well, you know, I got a long story. I was actually born in Austin, Texas. I had foster parents in Baton Rouge, Louisiana, got adopted by the, before the age of one and grew up in Burlington, Vermont. Okay, wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So bouncing around a lot in yeah. those
0: first years. So what's my, so was Vermont Vermont then your main kind of influence
1: yeah, in childhood? That was my childhood influence. Um, you know, uh, a little town called Essex Junction, little little time in Middlebury area, okay. B- Middlebury College, and then uh, Essex Junction, Vermont, which is right outside of uh, Burlington, and uh, yeah, I did my uh, grade school through high school through culinary school all there in Vermont.
0: And is, was there a moment like in childhood that you were inspired by food? Can you remember it was something? a little like
1: that? later. I mean, we all we grew up with a little bit of the farm life as a, as a young child, and then um, so we had gardens and animals and and that kind of stuff, and all had great food. Available, um, both my grandparents were, uh, the father, the uh, grandfathers and grandmothers were great cooks, uh, hunters, and one was a hunter, and you know we cooked venison, and went fishing, and did stuff like that, and he nice. he cooked to cook that stuff that he caught or killed, nice. and taught me some of that, and uh, my other grandmother was on in Maine, so we did summers in Maine, and she loved to cook seafood, ah. and. And I was inspired by that. And then some of my culinary inspiration came from, like, Thanksgiving and Christmas dinner. I loved the turkey and the gravy and the stuffing. And so I took it on early to learn how to make that so I could do the turkey dinners at home.
0: So, like, how old were you before you were able to kind of take on, like, a Thanksgiving dinner? Was that relatively young? Yeah,
1: you know, 14, 15. That's
0: pretty good, man. Yeah,
1: I started doing that kind of stuff. And, uh, you know, and (laughs) cooking breakfast and making pancakes and just kind of doing s- simple stuff and I know guys two three
0: times that age that can't do that stuff <laughs> Still like, I, I no, wasn't I doing it for then every meal. <laughs> yeah, I was definitely not doing what, it then what about you Greg and you, you go by topper around town as <clears throat> yeah that's
2: mostly because I had the restaurant toppers so everybody kind of knows me by that way yeah not everybody knows my first name but that's okay Okay, but well, I'm happy to go with Topper. I we like Topper. We're putting it out there today. Man. It's Topper's fine, but it's Greg Topper. So Greg Topper. Greg Topper. We, call him, Greg uh, Topper. we yeah. call
1: him Topper. We call him GT. I was going to say GT <laughs> could be a good one too. All my
2: all my close friends and the ones that have been around since the restaurant, it's Topper, okay. which is just fine. So, <laughs> um,
0: so were they calling you Topper as a kid growing up, or that that was? More? Yeah,
2: there were a lot of. Uh, a lot of people didn't know my first name.
0: Okay. Yeah. Uh, and where was that? Where do you hail from originally? I, uh,
2: I was born in San Francisco, but grew up in Mill Valley, which okay. is uh, Marin County, just across the Golden Gate. Oh, nice. And, uh,
0: yeah. So Playing my, on Mount Tam
2: at all as a kid? Playing on Mount Tam. Well, we used to, instead of riding up the hills before oh. there were single tracks and mountain bikes, we got our dads to drive us up with our BMX bikes, and we used Sweet. to drive down deer trails. That's what the, we called them. OK. They were single tracks, but deer trails and that <laughs> kind of stuff. So that was uh, before we got into cars. But that was, uh, you know, that's supposedly one of the places that mountain biking was born.
0: No doubt. And have you so seen the movie Clunkers? I have did. Have seen Clunkers? Yep. I when have seen, yeah. When the Marin guys get together with the Crested Butte guys. Yep. Oh, funny. They're kind of developing clunker bikes around the same yeah. time, which yep. was amazing. There's a tinkering around with those. Yeah, there was a
2: a race down Mount Tam called the Repack.
0: Yes, that's in the movie,
2: actually, with like Gary Fisher and all those guys, those guys in jeans and boots. And I had my Joe Breezer was my first bike. No kidding. Yeah. And then I had a Marine. So, yeah. What a
0: what a treat to grow up kind of in a hotbed, one of the hotbeds of cycling and all that. And you were doing the BMX.
2: I so the BMX. shuttle up
0: Mount Tam and the BMX down. Yep. On mo- like game trails, basically. Yep. <laughs> the, mo- the mongoose with the mags.
2: Yep. Yeah. Remember yep. that coaster yep. Big.
0: Actually, one yep. of my fir- very first mountain bikes in the early '80s was a mongoose. Yeah. Because they were one of the first yep. ones, like GT. Yeah. That jumped from BMX to mountain bike. Yeah. Uh, but guys, we have so much to talk okay. about besides Sorry. BMX and mountain biking. No, we we're going go to get to the stuff that you do after, which is all eat right. a lot of food. There you go. And That's good, right. and good food at that. That's right. And we also want to talk about our great meal we had after Trash Crush, our community cleanup event. But first, we're going to take a quick break, rehydrate. I want to thank our summer underwriters, Aspen Square, Klug Properties, the Independence Pass Foundation, Picken County Landfill, and Sundog Athletics. We'll go to our only break of the show, guys. We'll be back in less than two minutes. We've got the TNT blowing it up with Troy and Topper. So don't go away.
2: I'm so passionate about this community. I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle.
3: Celebrating another great summer season, Aspen Square Hotel is the hospitality place featuring fireplace studio suites and larger condominiums with full hotel-style services in the center of downtown Aspen. Aspen Square is proud to support The Locals Show.
2: Curbside recycling is now included with your trash service in Pitkin County. You can reduce your waste footprint and shrink your trash bill by recycling right. Learn more at landfillrules.com.
3: The Independence Pass Foundation, for 30 years restoring and protecting the ecological, historical and aesthetic integrity of Independence Pass to learn more independencepass.org
0: Sundog Athletics Aspen's Adventure Sports School is your opportunity to experience the most beautiful adventure locations and gain new skills to be safer, perform better and have more fun Fresh updates on mountain and road biking hiking, canoeing, snowshoeing and fat biking adventures at sundogathletics.com Sundog Athletics on Facebook and Instagram
3: Welcome to
0: We're back here on the local show with the Men in Black, TNT, <laughs> Troy and Topper, and uh, guys. I thought guys like in the restaurant business used to always wear white. It was like almost like you'd walk into a hospital and everyone was like, white. Yeah. But that's obviously not the case with the black Men in Black.
1: Not the case as much anymore. I mean, those definitely the. Real French culinary school thing, exactly. and, and the the, the hotels Haute and cuisine, uh, and all that stuff. I I went through that era and I wore the paper tall hats and <laughs> had to shave every single day and try to keep a white white full length apron and a double breasted chef coat with Makes long sense. sleeves clean all day long, uh. and it was just uh, really hard to do, right. and yeah. uh, and then it was. Double-breasted and warm and thick, and you're working in a hundred-degree kitchen, and, <laughs> right. and you're like, I'm dying over here. And so, in the last couple of years, uh, in the last decade or more, like, all the co- there's a lot of chef clothing companies out there, and they've gone to like short sleeved shirts, short-sleeve chef coats, uh, three-quarter length pants, even kind of like, kinda like no different kidding. kind of stuff, uh, baggies, and colorful. St- people have like red chili chef coats and Hawaiian ones and Japanese kind of style, and, you know, there's so many styles now that uh, people are embracing. It's like a whole new chef culture where everybody has tattoos and stuff, so they wanted their short sleeves so people could see their tattoos. And okay. <laughs> so it's just all kind of morphed into a more casual environment in the greater U.S., for sure, until you get into the corporate world of hotels and you know, Four Seasons and those kind of things. Right,
0: right. And maybe they air conditioned the kitchen at that point or somehow vented better, yeah. but yeah, that doesn't seem practical because it's getting so hot. <laughs> Actually, one of my first jobs was flipping burgers at Cooper Street Pier. Yeah. And that was basically a, like a little hallway mm-hmm. behind the bar. Yeah. And it would get well above 100 degrees. And I was wearing white for a point. You know, it was more just the white apron and the white hat. Yes. But, man, that stuff was brown by the end of the shift. Yeah. From all that grill smoke and stuff coming off the grill, it's like it's totally related. It almost seems like it reminded me of a second one you were talking of skiing, where you're getting more wickability, more function, yeah. like uh, air, airing your body out, like yes. more functional even clothing in addition to the, the fashion with the, tats, <coughs> the tattoos and stuff. Right. Yeah, I
2: made, I made the shift because I do <laughs> private chefing. I'm a private chef for some families in town. And okay. Keeping the white coat, you can at some point you can't get it clean anymore. Right, right. And so that's... black is great.
0: Right, <laughs> 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 yep. A little more. Well, we're into reusables. Right. <laughs> yeah, we like yeah. reusables here yeah. in Aspen. So you guys have uh, Troy. You've had 520 going now for how many years in total? Nine. Nine,
1: uh, nine t- years. Opened in 2010.
0: Congratulations. So
1: May 20th. Hence part of the name. 520, 2010, and uh, 520 being our street address and the day we opened. It kind of coincided. Okay. And uh, joke tw- is, May joke 20. is all uh Oh, it's an hour later, you're hungry, because we're located next to uh, Silver Peak Apothecary. Right. (laughs) There's the
0: 420 and 520 timing. That's key. Timing is everything in life. Yep. And I do want to thank you. I want to give you guys some love for hosting our uh, post-community cleanup. It was called Trash Crush. It was our fourth annual cleanup on June 1st. And you guys were so generous to host the launch after everyone enjoyed it. We had plenty of great food and variety of food. And, man, talk about, like, again, we work up these incredible, like, hungers through our exercise, through our physical work, many of us. And um, I'm going to ask you, Topper, like, I mean, that has to be kind of one of the things you consider? Or I should say, is that one of the things you consider are these heavy exercise, heavy activity aspenites and, and then creating your menu around that? those kind of needs or how does that kind of work uh, for me not so
2: much I mean I mean especially in this concept the breakfast thing it's it's more about um, cooking correctly with great product and simpleness and not going too crazy with stuff so um, you know I, I'm a big proponent of eggs as far as my own uh, health and dietary things I think they're you know they're awesome as far as a single unit that has so much power in each one. And that was kind of where the concept came from was that, you know, I love eggs and nobody's doing great sandwiches or great bowls. And, um, you know, we've had some closures in the last six months uh, of breakfast spots and uh, the window was open. And, uh, you know, Troy and I talked about that and um, again, taking advantage of some hours that he's not using. And, and, you know, although on the flip side, you know, if you were going to go and go hike the Ute or hike Aspen Mountain or get on your bike, you know, a good solid sandwich with some good protein and carbs and get going, and it'd, it'd be there for a while. Right. So you're not losing. Uh,
0: well, you're more the pre-workout almost or start your day that's meal. Right. And then, Troy, I know we've talked in the past about kind of like uh, you called your quinoa salad like the yoga mom's lunch and stuff like <laughs> that, and sure and maybe yeah. that's more the post-workout because people have had these active mornings Everybody typically. had their active mornings. Especially morning. if they want to beat the afternoon. You know, snow shower, rain shower in monsoon season.
1: Yes. Yeah.
0: And uh, let's talk a little bit more about the pop-up concept. Uh, Troy, can you kind of introduce the viewers to your uh, urine topper
1: pop-up idea? Pop-up idea. Uh, eggs at 520 Grill. Um, like you were saying about the menu, you know, we went, it's egg egg heavy, egg strong, but not a heavy menu. We're trying healthier, uh, healthier, lighter ingredients because people are eating, the trend is to eat smaller Smaller meals more frequently throughout the day. Yep. You know we're not we're not carb heavy, and this my lunch is carb heavy with with sweet potato fries and French fries and and all other uh, breads and that kind of stuff. So uh, we wanted to have something that was totally different than what we were doing in, in the rest of the day. Uh, one because the variety is nice to cook and make something different and to offer something that isn't normally seen or hasn't been done as much around town yet and so with Greg's menu I let him take the lead on that and come up with these dishes and then we and we uh, talked about it whittled it down to what made sense for each each sandwich or each bowl and and that kind of stuff you know, it was only a little bit of cross use of ingredients but uh, we're trying to use healthy fresh or healthy fresh arugula cage-free eggs okay. uh... nitrate-free bacon making homemade turkey sausage where we're doing a a plan a planta dish which i will let Greg talk more about. We're doing an uh, egg and rice scramble dish which is really great. And so there's just something that's a little, little more unique. Um, we really want people to try it and, and we'll see where it goes from there. And If we get good feedback then we might add and subtract or grow or change the, change the ingredient list or the menu a, a little bit as we go. But we wanted to throw something out there unique and different for people to try and uh go from there right and i like that
0: the option of grab and go yeah. you, know, you can quickly like these guys heading off to work or mm-hmm. people have an appointment they can grab and go or they can sit down and eat is that gonna be the the case for breakfast absolutely. as absolutely well? i mean
2: the the system that is in place at Troy's, you know we're um very casual but you know top quality food and so we do have a fair amount of people just like when i had my restaurant it was similar we'll see in about 50 50 to go and sit down okay um and so the egg dishes are you know kind of created and designed so that they're quick and and, uh fast so people can get in and get out and uh of course you know starting with the great products healthy products and then utilizing them to
0: make it happen so and then really the value lies then with the combination of the quality the Mm -hmm. uniqueness the creativity and the pricing Mm-hmm. Can you give people? Um, we don't really talk about, the but but affordable. Let's just leave it at that. That's it's, part of the, the absolutely. concept. Absolutely.
2: Yeah. I mean, we're you know we're using fresh baked bread every day, delivery from Louis Swiss. None nice. The brioche buns are amazing, and so, you know, that whole combination of getting the percentages and then make the numbers work is is uh, where it's at, and we are doing it as affordably as possible for everybody else. So, um, you know, we want we both know about pricing in town and. Not only our own places, but going out and how that can definitely put a dent in uh, the pocketbooks. So we try to make it really, you know, well, building on what Troy already has, which is a locals' place. So we're just trying to continue that with the breakfast concept. So
0: right, a little expansion. See how it goes. Yeah. So see how it goes this summer is kind of the yep. idea. Yep. So and maybe so continue on into the off season and beyond.
2: The pop up concept is, you know, it's a uh, we're doing it. We can do it. If it's, if it's successful great. We're yeah. kind of thinking that we go through the winter um, because, you know, now everybody goes every different direction cuz everything's open, <laughs> but in the winter we're focused on the gondola right. and skiing and stuff, so we're going to probably spend the next, you know, year doing it and see where that where that falls. So we're looking forward to uh, and you know, we're looking forward to great success and you know, last week versus this week is we're we're climbing. So we're not going which is great. So even though Food and Wine was here, you know, two weeks ago, which was great, we had some we had we were busy, we had some celebrity chefs in there too and it was uh it was fun. a lot of fun. So um, you know, we're just keep it going. Keep it going and, and okay. you know, get everybody in there. We had the the fire department and the ambulance department in there today and nice um, Sheriff Joe's been in there, and so, you know, people are coming to check us out and talking good things. Do you have to
0: reach out to these different individuals, like these chefs or these different local organizations, or do they just kind of come in naturally? I I spent some time running
2: around town before we opened and dropping off menus and going to concierges and doing the typical kind of here-we-are kind of thing. And uh, we both, from the Aspen Times and the Daily News, they gave us some nice press. So, um, you know, it's building, so it's great. Okay.
0: Yeah. Troy, could you just describe maybe just in general in the business, um, you know, 520 Grill and including the new pop-up, you know, breakfast, kind of the main challenges and the main rewards that you really, um, you know, have now noticed now that you're,
1: what, 10 years into the business, <laughs> and uh, a decade in, what are yeah. some of those things
0: you really challenge you yet you know, also the, really reward you? You
1: know, the, re- the restaurant business is challenging every day no matter what. There's, it's all <laughs> as a... There's, it's full of surprises. Yeah. There's a lot to do and a, a lot to get done in short periods of time. So it's a it's a kind of, always been a hurry up and wait game. Yeah. Like you get everything ready as quickly as you can and hope the people show up, and they almost always do, but you never know when <laughs> or what time. And right. You try to
0: forecast too, you try to right? To forecast. With your You're ordering try to, of food and your preparation uh, your of your food. Your preparation of
1: food and and uh, that sort of thing, and that that's been the one challenge with breakfast so far is. You know, we we're trying to do this early early morning thing, get people interested early, because we're early risers, we're morning people. I'm all, I I burn the candle on all ends. I like to get up early, I like to stay up late. Um, sometimes they want to ride in the morning and then go eat, and that all happens before. It, Ten o'clock in my life, you know. And <laughs> 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 what time does
0: breakfast start? What time is breakfast service? We start at seven.
1: Okay. So we're, so seven, that's to really ten, morning we're riser. seven to seven to seven to ten thirty is what kind of what it's turning into. Okay. And we're doing a lot of the bulk of our business in that last forty-five minutes, which is challenging for my my crew and myself to be uh, to 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 go into the lunch mode, um, which is which is okay. I I like it. It's Allowing us to look at the how we do our setup and prep and everything differently. And it's kind of mixing up my routine and my daily grind that I've been doing for nine years exactly the same exactly the same time, exactly right. the same way. So right. having this new influence and having uh one of the rewards is I get to spend time with Greg in the morning and we uh listen to reggae and make food and eat different food than I'm normally eating and have different conversations and and uh we're Meeting uh, new customers and right. new people and new faces in 520 Grill and, and seeing uh, the response and the reward of seeing people like it and that that it does this idea does have the potential to grow and become something maybe great or extraordinary.
0: I would imagine the social aspect has to be really enjoyable, whether it's buddies that just stop by or someone new or a celebrity chef, which is really yeah. a treat. And then to see them enjoy the food on top of it just has to be really... Kind of super rewarding and probably heartwarming because it's like someone did you make it with your own hands. That's that's like as good as it gets, you know. If yeah. someone appreciates that, right?
1: Yeah, you know, it's made every, everything. It's all been our our motto is, you know, it's it's made everything's made fresh to order as much as possible. I mean, it's very there's nothing there's nothing preassembled sitting on the shelf that we're gonna hand across the counter to you. Even the salads, even that the stuff, the the egg sandwiches, we're not. We're not making them ahead of time and putting them in a hot case, and then handing them to you. Everything's, everything your eggs your way, your burger your way. Everything we do is, is, from when you tell us how you want it to when we hand it to you. And
0: you know there is this one restaurant that says "Have it your way." I don't know if you've heard about that. <laughs> <laughs> I've heard that have before. Have it your way, have it your way. That was. We a, did a spend a fair
2: back. amount of time creating the menu, so we're hoping <laughs> that people uh, you know enjoy what we've created. But we're happy to accommodate whatever else they if they like to make changes you know fried egg versus scrambled egg you welcome
0: you welcome uh customer input absolutely as long as it's positive Uh, (laughs) (laughs) so here's here's one for you topper one of your favorite summer activities and the meal to follow off the 520 grill menu could be anything but favorite favorite summer activity one of your favorites Uh, and then one of your favorite Opry Meals.
2: Opry Meals. So the, my favorite was what I did this this morning after working breakfast, which was right up to Hummingbird. Nice. And then uh, the Long Descent and then going in and having fish tacos.
0: Oh, that sounds like a perfect. Right? Like, yeah. I mean. And then the local show. And then the local show. It's like show. your ultimate day. And, and then it, I get to know. go hang
2: out with my four-year-old at T-Ball.
0: Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Is that a good
2: thing?
1: <laughs> it's great.
0: That great. must be great. Yeah. yeah. How's he hitting awesome. it off the tee?
2: He's 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 learning Okay. We're learning. Still working on it. got a wild way. swing, but he It's hand-eye
0: coordination thing right yeah, there. Yeah, he's there got
2: it. He just... The, the directions that we're working on.
0: Focus. Well, Troy, <laughs> I'll come in a little different angle with you. You have a son. Remy? Yeah. Correct. Remy. And say you and Remy went and did an activity together. Say it was riding bikes or like doing a little hike or something. What would you guys like to have after? Well, you know,
1: Remy has been a, a corndog connoisseur oh. for quite oh. some time corn dog it, yeah it. you know it's it's rare that a day or two goes by that he doesn't have a, at least one or two corn dogs at f520 grill through our travels he spends a lot of time down there with me
0: doesn't he have a pretty good growth rate too like for a kid his size or a kid <laughs> his age you know he started Maybe out, those corn dogs he's stretching them out yeah or
1: you know he started out in the lower percentile but he seems to be getting taller every day now he's definitely grown a lot in the last few months how old is he now uh he just turned six in june wow that's special and uh, he's He's a handful. We call him Aspen Remy. Aspen Remy has his own his own handle, his own Instagram. I mean, he's wow. That know, kid's my, happening. My wife manages it, but. Uh, <laughs> There's more pictures on him on the internet than there are of me. <laughs> it's a good thing. Well, it's a good he is, he you know, he's a little cuter than you, know, is you a have little to cuter. say. It's an
0: objective, you know, it's yep, an it. objective third party. I know, can't he's go a pretty rock star looking little guy. Yeah, you know. <laughs> he is. But he had to get those looks from somewhere too.
1: Yes, his mom is gorgeous. Yeah, let's talk about your <laughs> wife, uh, May. Miss, Miss May's May. known around town. Miss May's known around town. Um, uh, she, she works at the Little Nell Hotel in uh, PR and social media. DJ Mayfly, DJ right? DJ Mayfly, another another nickname that I came up with over the years. Nice. And she's uh, does that part time. She's also Mountain Mayhem and writes writes for the uh, Aspen Times Weekly now. Started out in the Aspen Times years ago, and now she's in the Weekly. Her social column, which gets us into lots of the cool and great events around town, and then she gets to write about it and take pictures and that sort of thing.
0: I've always, you know, I've always enjoyed her. I knew her prior to you guys being married, and just just one of the favorite locals to see around town. You know, mm-hmm. She always seems to be in a positive, pretty happy mode, and yeah. and uh, I know her life every with race, you guys, her uphill. boys, <laughs> it makes her even happier. So, yeah. uh, Did you guys have fun on the show today? Of course. Great time show. went like that. Just like that. Just like a grab yeah, and go well. at 5.20 for breakfast. That's Just right, in and out yeah. like that. That's right. With some tastiness. So ho- hope you had a good time. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thank you so much. Thank you guys for all you do in our Thanks, community. Yeah, Thanks for cool. g- again for supporting our community in so many ways. And you guys walk with, oh, I almost forgot. I made homemade cookies. Homemade cookies. New. Brand new. They haven't been used yet. But they're reusable containers from Pickett County Landfill. Awesome. Thank you. Including the new groovy kind of tie-dye one. Well,
2: you're going to eat those on the way out the door.
0: You guys Mm. will be one of my highest level quality testers. So let me know what you think about it. It's organic chocolate chip and coconut. Okay. Mm. All right. Not bad. Let me know what you think. All right, guys. And we'll see you at the restaurant soon. And thank you guys for watching this week on The Local Show. I'm so passionate about this community.
2: I absolutely love living here and raising my family here. It gives me a lot of pride to share this with my friends and my clients and help them achieve their their dreams of owning an Aspen Snowmass and enjoying this incredible lifestyle. Curbside recycling is now included with your trash service in Pitkin County. You can reduce your waste footprint and shrink your trash bill by recycling right. Learn more at LandfillRules.com.
3: The Independence Pass Foundation. For 30 years restoring and protecting the ecological, historical, and aesthetic integrity of Independence Pass. To learn more, IndependencePass.org.
0: Sundog Athletics, Aspen's Adventure Sports School, is your opportunity to experience the most beautiful adventure locations and gain new skills to be safer, perform better, and have more fun. Fresh updates on mountain and road biking, hiking, canoeing, snowshoeing, and fat biking adventures at sundogathletics.com, Sundog Athletics on Facebook and Instagram. Welcome to